Hi and welcome to this episode of the Economadia podcast. You're listening to the only podcast that constantly interrupts you in your speech and only talks about zone issues. My name is Jorin from Economadia and we dedicate to rural co-working and co-living. You can find a lot of valuable information about location independence combined with how we want to live in the future in intentional communities in rural areas on our website. Let me say it in a bit different way. Imagine you wake up in the morning in your self-contained tiny house. Beautiful morning tells you that a great day is waiting for you. It feels a little bit like the excitement of a child to get up and to join the others in the communal co-working space and to enjoy a healthy breakfast. Sounds good, right? Today we're having Lola of Floasis with a capital O in the middle on the chair on the hot seat. Floasis is a new founded booking platform especially for rural co-working and co-living places around Europe and the world. In this episode, you're going to learn about rural co-working and co-living in general, what is the point about it and why Floasis is more than a simple booking tool. Lola, hi, nice to talk to you and I'm looking forward to hearing more about the Floasis project and to go into the topic of rural co-working and co-living with you. Well, thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, it sounds great and I'm glad we can dive in that topic. My pleasure as well and thank you too. Lola, what should we know about you? To begin with and what's your personal background so right so uh, for me so i'm one of the co-founders of floasis uh we're three so as for me i'm um, more on the communications uh side and uh speaking with the remote workers and all of the designing the platform so i'm more on the creative and communication side and our uh, Until now, what I've been doing is uh, I've traveled quite a lot. So I'm French, but I've lived in Belgium. I've lived in the U.S. I've lived in India and I've traveled quite extensively outside of these countries, too. And I've studied communications, arts, photography. So in all these places, so I've done communications in Belgium, photography in the U.S. and in France and then I did some arts and uh, some more communications in Paris. And then after that, I worked uh, in communications, in uh, culture, so theater, library. And then I really wanted to have an impact, a positive impact. And I was like, okay, I need to find somewhere where can I, I can be useful on the communication and creative part. And also just on the way I empathize about people and I try to make positive change in the world in a way. And so I worked for an NGO. And then after that uh, came the COVID-19 and some time to reflect. And there came the idea of Oasis. That's when the whole adventure started with my brother Eli and our other co-founder, Christina. That's how a project like Floasis is seen the light of day. Congratulations. You're not alone on board, as you were hinting at already. Floasis, which you can find at floasis.io, is a creation of your co-founder Christina and your brother Eli. Can you share the story of how it started and why you gave it that name? Absolutely. So first off, I just want to precise that right now, if you go on floasis.io, you will have a landing page and not the actual platform, which is still being developed, right? And it will be launched hopefully somewhere in November, which is our goal. So Floasis, I guess, was first kind of born in the head of my brother a while back, but as a different project and uh, not exactly how it is being 
uh, created right now. And then with the quarantine and the COVID-19, so I was in France in my little studio where, where I am right now still, 13 meters square in Paris. So really enclosed in a small space with no nature at all. And at the same time, my brother was in Colombia in a really, really beautiful natural reserve where he was also working. You know, the contrast, it's like, okay, why am I still stuck in the city where I could actually be in somewhere so beautiful with like fresh air and just space to breathe instead of being locked up in this tiny, tiny, tiny place where I stay on my computer all day and it's just gets depressing, I guess, and stressful and, you know, all these things that I would prefer not feeling. So in this way, from exchanging together, we came up with that idea that came also from, you know, previous ideas that he had, which was like, okay, he's in Colombia and he talks with the owner and the owner is like, I need new clients. This is really hard for me. Like he's local and he's struggling to make this beautiful place still work. And on our side, we're like, I would love to go there, but I don't have anywhere to find this place, right? It's, it's just hidden in the midst of all the other places. And, you know, if I go on booking.com or Airbnb, maybe I will find it there, but I will have to search so long and so hard to find what I want that will work with the Wi-Fi, the workspace, the nature, all I want. That is just, you know, too complicated. And so we came up with that idea that we could actually create a platform that would help people like us and kind of like us but different so uh, as for me you know i'm um, location independent meaning that i'm an entrepreneur right now so i can go wherever i want and my brother is also location independent because he's also an entrepreneur he actually quit his job uh in uh, last december i think to create his own company and so this way we can move and we can go anywhere so we want to help people like us, entrepreneurs, freelancers, but, you know, all the people who are also employees but can do remote work to go to the places that would actually fulfill them and would be in the nature with Wi-Fi, workspace and uh, cool activities that would be easily accessible, everything to make this stay just better, simpler and easier to find also with the with the booking platform we're creating and on the other side we want to help the owners because they are have trouble to find actually people who will stay longer who will be more respectful of their place you know just consuming like tourists but actually want to experience the place understand the culture have a real relationship with them and not just you know pass by and consume whatever there is to consume and then leave so that's also like why we want to exist to create something for the owners and for the remote workers and to put them together, not only as a booking platform, but also as a community. Right. That's a great summary. Thank you so much, Lola. Um, I think you really nailed it. And I think there's a perfect um, opportunity for you guys to fill this gap that is probably still missing here, you know, because you're right. I mean, when I go to, you know, such known platforms, as you were saying, I would have a hard time to find these places. The question that I'm having here is why do you personally believe that rural co-working and co-living is a relevant topic? You were mentioning that nature is here um, something very important to you. Yeah, absolutely. So there's one thing I'd like to precise also is that on the on the website and the platform we're creating, it's not only like what you usually call right now co-livings, co-workings, meaning 
we'll have places that are guest houses or hotels or what else, homestays that have also this possibility of becoming, you know, places that would be perfect for remote workers, but are not yet with that label, right? And we want to include them in there and have some diversity because there are some really amazing places like that. Anyways, that's just too precise. And then to answer your question about nature, I guess, you know, I was doing some research and it's definitely written everywhere that nature and being close to nature and spending time there just is better for you. So then, you know, you have this also feeling or this sayings, let's say, you know, when you're stressed, like go take a walk in the park and breathe a little. Well, then when you just can close your computer and be right away in nature, you don't have to go anywhere, right? You're, you're there. So you can just breathe and take time for yourself. So that's something. Also, I would say we're kind of stuck in the cities now. We feel stuck. But I think a lot of people already have that want of spending time in nature. So we're just, you know, listening, answering to that. Um, and... Cities are crowded. I think it'd be nice to, you know, explore our countrysides, you know, everywhere in the world, uh, not just in Europe and not just, you know, in, in France where I am right now, but also in France where I am right now, instead of going all the way out there in Asia, for example. So everywhere. I would love to visit more of the countryside in France, but more of the countryside in Asia too. I want to be free. And just nature is a part where uh, right now I feel like is left behind and that's too bad. I can absolutely agree with you here. I mean, when I think about that, you know, um, I'm also um, realizing that I need this part of nature also in my life. But then at the same time, I feel sometimes like, man, but if I go somewhere out there to the countryside, you know, I wouldn't maybe find the right people. And with that way, that could actually pretty much match together well, right? And what I find also interesting, what you emphasize here already is, you know, that there might be an answer right now already to this, you know, until now alternative less city life because we all went to the cities because the jobs are there, the people are there, culture is there, right? So that would be a great opportunity to actually experience the countryside life in a new way, as I understand it. Yeah, absolutely. It's not like, so we went from the countryside, right, to go for jobs and, you know, kind of, I get go higher in society for at some point countryside was more like people who make our food and just uh, don't work like really high level uh, situations or don't have a lot of money or you know all these bad things are linked with countryside and rural in general and I think now we have an opportunity to change that because it's possible to live in nature most of the time and to still have your awesome job and to still make a lot of money and even to spend less money because it costs less money than living in the cities it's just a possibility now so it's cool that we find ways to make the most of it i mean let me ask you a personal question i mean the beautiful apartment that i see right now where you're sitting in how much do you pay for that <laughs> uh so it's 13 meters square in the very center of paris and I pay 750 euros for it. Right, 750 euros. I think in another place, you could get something really, really nice for that, right? Definitely. I could get a house even, you know, somewhere a bit more rural in France. I believe so. Um, let me put myself for a second on the side of an owner or a manager of a rural co-working and co-living place. Why should I list my property on your platform, floasis.io? 
Yeah, so I think that's a great question. So I would say there's a few points that are interesting to see for that. One is that the target audience is really specific, meaning that we have the clients you're looking for already. Since our, our platform is, you know, all the marketing, all the copywriting, everything is aimed at remote workers and digital nomads, location independent workers. So people who are looking to stay for longer periods, who are not tourists, who will spend time in the place. And it's also a way, if you look at the monthly and weekly possibilities, it means that people will stay longer and you will have, you know, an income that is secure for a longer period of time. So it's a benefit for the owner. It's also in the way we are with owners, we really want to create a real connection, real relationship. So we speak with each owner. We really try to get to know them. We, we definitely want to take them in consideration in the product we're creating. We're not just using them. They're, ju- they're not just our product and we, you know, we just use their rooms to put people in there. It's definitely not that. We want to create as much a community of remote worker as a community for owners, right? So we really want to have that human aspect, which is part of our values, you know, that authenticity and connection, real connection with people. Right. Um, I am now here with my thoughts. So now we were looking at the owner's side and now I would like to understand a little bit better from the perspective of, you know, you and me as we are location independent. What is this sort of community like? You were already describing a little bit, but I would like to go deeper here. What sort of people are those location independents? Because I believe it's not for everyone. So the community is um, indeed it's remote workers, location independents, creatives, anyone who can work from their computer or from anywhere. But it's very much linked to values also. So that's where there, it's kind of not anyone. You First of all, first of all you want to ha- spend time in the nature if you're looking into places. But also we have strong values like authenticity, connection, mindfulness, and drive. And for us, we're creating a core community with our pioneers uh, that is very much linked to values. And we select them based on that, including that and other things too. But uh, of course, people will go on the platform are free. It can be anyone who goes on Floasis.io and looks at the bookings and will reserve, right? We won't select people who want to book. Anyone can just go on the platform and book. But we're hoping that the way we describe the product, the way that we're describing, you know, the accommodations and the ones that we pick and the owners, because owners are very important to us. So we'll also have a description of the owner and, you know, why they created this place, what are their values. And all of this creates this atmosphere and this vibe that will bring, you know, the the people that we're looking for that share these same values. That makes totally sense to me. Tell me, are there things beyond the accommodation that you are going to offer to the community, such as events or something? So, yeah, so for now, I'm, I'm talking a lot about accommodations because that's definitely our main or core offer and it will stay like that. And, uh, you know, we have not launched the platform yet, so we're concentrating and we're really focusing on uh, the accommodation side for now. But once this is good and going and it's working we'll go with events indeed and probably also include some offer for retreats 
things like that. So I could give you some ideas of events that we have, but it's not going to happen really soon because we need some time to develop and we're really giving all our energy into that, you know, platform and booking side of it. So as for events, I would say masterminds, we had ideas of, you know, we are in contact with so many talented uh, you know, location independent workers, so many people who have lots of knowledge and want to share it with the community. Uh, it could definitely be a mastermind where they, you know, share their knowledge, workshops, you know, it could also be either about whatever job it is that they're doing, you know, so community management or, you know, designing your business or things more related to work, but it could also be linked to the more mindful activities side of it so yoga and other uh really cool things to add and to balance work and have you actually been to any of these rural co-working and co-living spaces yourself well i have um i have actually visited one of our uh, potential floases which is actually going to become a floases now that we've visited it so because as part of, you know, listing each accommodation on our platform, we want to make sure that they're fit for remote workers. So they are all tested and approved by a remote worker. And it's a necessary step to be on our platform. And so I went to test one of these accommodation, which was in um, near Barcelona. Really, really nice, uh, really nice owners, completely off the grid in the Catalonian countryside. And um, yeah, I can't say a lot about it because we don't say the names of the accommodation, but uh, it's really great and it will be on our platform. I loved it. I loved it. We didn't stay for long because we had to move quite a bit, but um, it changes everything when you have a view. I mean, it just, you just sit there and you look at the view and you can, you know, just take a breath. And that's, that's very nice for me. That's one of the best things. But they had internet, right? Of course, they all, I mean, I worked, I work all the time now. So, you know, weekends don't exist and vacations don't exist either. So I definitely had my computer and I definitely worked. And actually we have some picture on our Instagram at Find Your Floasis, where of this accommodation and of us working there. Of course, I mean, I was kind of a little bit of a joke. I know that nowadays probably, I mean, for us, it counts more having internet than maybe a, I don't know, working toilet. I was just joking about that, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, it was outside showers, warm showers, which is important, but outside showers and good Wi-Fi in workspaces. So, you know, you can have the off-grid feeling and still be able to be connected. So that's awesome. Right. But now you cannot go to any of these places, at least not at the same time, right? So how are you managing and ensuring those uh, places are meeting the expectations? Yeah, so that's, I kind of talked about the Pioneers before, but without giving you a lot of details, that's exactly why we created the Pioneers community. We are three, Christina, Ellie, and I. And just the three of us, we cannot test all the accommodations, of course, and it wouldn't be really objective. You know, we're ourselves, and it's good to have opinions of other people who do other things, other jobs, uh, you know, from other countries, other cultures, very important to us. So in this way, we created the Pioneer program, which is a little bit ago, we had applications for that. And the Pioneers, I guess, applicants applied and answered questions about their values and why they wanted to be a Pioneer. And then we selected them. The ones we selected go in our community of Pioneers and they 
all have an opportunity to go to one of our accommodation to test it for between three and five nights for free and then they get a discount if they want to stay longer and so that's a great win-win for everyone because for us we can't do everything and we need opinions from other people for them they can go for free somewhere and you know experience something different and for the accommodation owner they get an objective review from someone who will be you know our audience so it's an actual review of a remote worker and like this it's there even before anyone else has been there so once an accommodation is on the platform they have a review and people can feel secure when they book it so there's more chances to get bookings i totally get you is there any place already in your mind that you want to visit first when you get out of paris oh yeah definitely and actually i'm going to be the pioneers for one of our places in tenerife hopefully by the end of October or very beginning of November. So yes, definitely I have a place. It's a surf and yoga camp in, in Tenerife. Sounds very nice. Is the platform actually more focused on Europe or do you also find places all over the globe? Well, we're gonna launch in Europe because right now with the situation, we know it's difficult to travel too far and we really wanna focus on one region and, and from our research and from the people I've been talking to, a lot of them are in Europe. Well, they're also in the US, but we can't do everything. So we'll start with Europe. And then we already have accommodations in other places in the world, but we're not going to open bookings right now. We'll just open it, you know, region by region. Okay. And uh, maybe give us some insights. I mean, what is the biggest challenge you're having right now? Is it the load of work? Oh, well, it was definitely the load of work because we are splitting uh, the work, right? By the way, I didn't really present Ellie and Christina, but they're amazing people I'm really happy to work with and they do a huge amount of the work. But so um, Ellie is more on the um, getting and finding resources and more the high level view of the strategy and where we're going and how. Uh, Christina and I are uh, doing that also, but we're also on the operational side. Uh, Christina is uh, managing all the product side and all the accommodation side. So finding accommodations, recruiting them, you know, talking with them. And we have help. We're, we're hiring some people for that, but uh, she's managing that side. And on my side, I'm uh, really just about remote workers and digital nomads and location independence. I'm really in contact with the community. I'm managing the community, discussing with everyone and trying to really understand the needs and take it into consideration in everything we do. And I'm also active in the designing of the platform. So all the UX, UI, UI side, so how it's going to look and feel, because since I understand the remote workers, I really want to help make this visible and understandable through the platform. And I am doing all the marketing. So every content you read, every image you see, everything that's on my side. So there's quite a lot of things to do. And right now, why I am so busy is because we are on the phase where we are matching our pioneers that we told you about before. So the people who will go test the accommodation and the accommodations themselves. But, you know, pioneers can go to this place or this place to these dates and this dates and this accommodation is free on these days, but not these. 
and there's travel restrictions and there's all these things we have to take into consideration. So Christina and I helped with Noemi, who's on the Floesis Pioneer Group, are putting together people and accommodations and it's really taking time. So to be honest, that's what I'm on right now, additional to all the other things. Yeah. So have you been aware of what you were getting yourself into? <laughs> well, I, I, it was going out of the quarantine right after the COVID-19, right? And I was like, okay, I'm going to start looking for another job. And then the idea came and the project came and I was like, wow, this is amazing. This is super exciting and um, everything has to be done. And I haven't done this before, you know, create a company. It's it's huge and it's really exciting. And I get I guess I had some idea of the work I would have to do. Not quite in the details that I do now. And didn't know, you know, I would be so intensely in it that it takes all my time. But I love it. It's uh, it has ups and downs, you know. When something goes great, you're like, yay, and all your life is amazing. And then when something goes bad, you're like, shit, I really, really, really need to find a solution to this. So ups and downs. But um, yeah, I love it. So to round this up, talking about maybe Corona for the last question here. What do you feel about Corona and how do you think does that play a role with the whole creation of the Floasis platform? Well, that's a very good question. And we're talking about it every week because it changes every week. And we have to be really on top of the question because, I mean, we're talking about travel here and coronavirus is definitely affecting travel. So we're we've, since the beginning, you know, this was created right after the quarantine. So we already had that in mind. But since the beginning, the idea is that you could go in the nature, like right next to where you live already. It's you don't have to go very far to feel like you're actually taking a break and breathing and, you know, getting some energy from what's around you instead of like being in, in buildings. And so even though we're like definitely a booking platform that helps with travel, we want to say that travel can be slow and it can be close and it's very important to us. So we're just, we know you're, we're not changing the core of what we're doing because since the beginning it's there, we're just thinking of how we're going to maybe talk about it differently and make it very visible that our principle is not go far, go fast and go, you know, uh, you can go far if you dare right now, it's kind of complicated, but I mean, some people are ready to do that. But you can go close, you can go in Europe, it's still kind of possible to go, you know, across borders, but you could even go just go in your country. And the only thing that, um, you know, it feels like there's a second, second wave coming of coronavirus. And the only thing that's changing for us is that um, we want it to be very clear to people that uh, it doesn't affect the fact of leaving your city or your house, it just affects, you know, going far and I would add that I would much rather be in quarantine somewhere big in the nature than in my tiny 13 meter square apartments in Paris so I would definitely jump on the opportunity to go in a floasis instead of staying where I am if there's another quarantine are you gonna do it well I hope there's not gonna be another quarantine so I'm not you know but yeah I, I, I think I would yeah 
Here we go, that was Lola of Loasis. My gratitude goes out to you Lola, thanks for your time and let me representatively for the Economadia team wish you great success with your project. Yeah, thank you. Boom bang, that was another episode of the Economadia podcast you're listening to, we hope you liked it. Economadia is dedicating to the topic of rural co-working and co-living. We're doing events and so-called workations or maybe call it retreats where you can meet like-minded people in real life. In our next episode, we are going to get an insight of a rural co-working and co-living project in the make. We learn about the rough times, the lessons, and how things can change over the course of time. If you find this interesting, please feel free to sign up for our lovely handcrafted and entertaining newsletter. We're going to knock on your digital door every now and then with some really good stuff about rural co-working and co-living. Also, you're going to get access to the 10 most interesting rural co-working and co-living projects. More useful links related to this episode you can find below here. Many thanks for listening and your attention. Keep up with your dreams and goals. I'm Joran from Economadia. Have a very nice day and stay tuned. Until next time.